everybody. Welcome <laughs> to uh, Pool Box Pals. I don't know why I started with the word everybody. That was, seems like the worst word. Welcome back, everybody, to Pool Box Pals. Uh, you got me, Monk, down here at the bottom of the screen, up in the opposite direction of where I just pointed. If you're watching, that is Mark. And uh, say hi to the people at home, Mark. Hi, people at home. <laughs> um, and good, that was great. That was good. Yeah. And then uh, I, I don't know if you noticed this or not. Again, this is just for the people watching, not just for the people listening. But we have a new pal amongst us. <laughs> and it is a, a great personal pal of mine, Anthony Blackwell Jr., or as we like to call him, Tony. Or I, I go by many names, Daddy, uh, the, goat, <laughs> uh, the Great. No, I'm joking. Hey, hey everyone. Thank you for having me. Well, uh, very uh, excited to be on the show. Well, thank you. Uh, we're very happy to have you. Anthony is the host of a bunch of podcasts, um, a bunch that are wrapping up, unfortunately, but he is also yeah. the founder of the IWEP Network, which has been so kind to let us use their platform and even the stream yard that we use to uh, stream across everything. Uh, well, yeah, that's it's all because anywhere. of that man's uh, generosity right there. So you can still have the stream, you. Even, even though it's over. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, if you're going to pay for it, that's great. No, I'm not going to make you do that. Anyways, we don't have to talk about the behind baseball <laughs> stuff. Uh, Mark, you want to just get right into our pools and then we yeah, can let's uh, get into it so we can we can talk with Mr. ABJ over here. That's, that's yeah. what I'm going to call you. Now. Everybody, everybody hearts say ABJ. ABJ, everybody. All right. Well, ABJ, uh, ABJ. <laughs> All right. How many did I tell you I had? I think I had said six. I actually have seven. Um, so I'll get through these pretty quick. Um, I got one from a from a Blaze Publishing. I haven't gotten one from a Blaze for a while. Um, I don't I think know the if last, I've ever have. I think the last thing I got from them was um, the seminary. Seminary. Nah, shoot. I'm gonna. I always fuck up the word. It's for Conan the Barbarian. Okay, but yeah. they they had the, they did like the the comic books based on like the actual story, and it was really well done. And then a blaze is actually I found it from my neck of the woods, which I did not know until I got this new one. But I got Boogeyman oh. or the Boogeyman. Okay, um, I know nothing about the artist or the writer. Uh, the writer is Matthew Salvia, and the the artist is just Jet, but with a D in front. Nice. Like, I don't know if you can see it on like the jet, yeah. but I, I'm, I'm guessing it's pronounced jet. jet. Yeah. Um, I mostly grabbed this one cause I really like the cover. Um, and, uh, I've been getting really into horror lately, but is this, you know, the classic, there's the kid he's under his bed, his bed's floating up in the air, his teddy bears hanging out right there. Um, but yeah, so I'll probably talk about that one next week. Uh, then I got one from DC it's sort of that one that I oh it's nope. not the same one that I got I didn't um because oh. I never told my shop to subscribe me to the new Batman series or at least the Darcy's yeah, run and so I keep forgetting to go to the shelf so I'll get back there this weekend and grab that but yeah sort of Azrael number two um this character here on the cover um I forgot her name because I'm not super familiar with her and I don't know Anthony if you've listened but Tim and I have been pretty harsh on DC since we started this podcast. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's my that's my bread and butter. Well, oh, it's no. just it's just more like oh no, what have we done? No, We're no, gonna no. lose our jobs. <laughs> this is Bat, it. Batman's always been like one of my favorite comic book characters Same ever. Here. But when uh when the the new Fifty Two started like ten years ago, like that's when I tried to get back in the comic books again after like a hiatus of a few years. 
And I was just super disappointed by the new 52. See, I loved the new 52. New 52 got me up back in the comics. The Batman run was probably my favorite. Well, well and that's, that that's the only do. that's the only run I enjoyed was like just the main Batman run. Um, yeah, I, I had a ton of other ones. I also did Superman and Superman was it was rebirth. Was pretty good too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sort of Azrael. So Azrael um, originates from Nightfall, uh, the series. I think that was like back in the 90s. And I like read the novelization of it and uh, really love that. So I'm, I'm excited to get into that one. No, I'm not trying to take up too much time, but that's just with that comic. Is that like a, a continuation after Nightfall? Like, is there like a, a what if scenario here? Uh, yeah. So it's I think it's more of a what if scenario, to be honest with you. Um, it's so hard to tell with DC because their never, continuity never, is just all over the and, place. And and yeah. they never really explain like where the where, continuity is coming from. Them. Yeah. Um, so this one is kind of like he just never gets back the mantle. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, and so the main character, the main antagonist in this, though, is I, I forgot to mention, this is Bane's daughter. And I say it looks very Bane-ish. Yeah. Uh, and then I got three from Dark Horse, which... It's pretty rare that I get this many from Dark Horse. Uh, a new one, which I'm excited about, called Shock Shop. Um, this is written by um, Colin Bunn. Uh, have you ever gotten into like Haro County or Parasomnia? Yeah, he's the writer behind those. Uh, he also did a lot of Deadpool for Marvel. He's done a lot of like Green Green Lantern and Sinistro stuff for DC as well. Um, I got issue two of Survival Street, which this one I've... I really enjoyed the first issue. It's just kind of like, I don't know, a Muppet apocalypse situation. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, and that premise. And then I that one's a podcast. It's like it talks about cryptozoology and like cryptids. And there's people who around the world have reported like puppet people coming from their closets and talking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's like a, it's like a legit thing. So maybe now I'm scared universe. that this closet door behind me is going to open and like yeah, it's going to be one yeah. of those movies where like a puppet. So just... Are you saying Survival Street might be based on a true it story? It might be. It might be. Ooh, it might reality be. there. Um, but yeah, so that one's written by uh, James Asmus. <laughs> it might be Asmus. Um, <laughs> cool and it's and it's co-written by Jim Festante, and the artist is man. These people. Comic book writers and creators have like the hardest names to say. I swear. Yeah, it's never like Ad Rick John. Yeah, Rick Johnson. Like, okay, the artist is Abile Kusinov. Um, I think I got that right. I nailed it. And then the last one from Dark Horse is issue number four of the Ward. I finally got my issue three, which came out like over a month ago now. I think. Did um, you read it? I did. I read it last night. So I'll and read this. I'll read this one today. I well, I take it you enjoyed it enough to get issue number four. Well, I mean, it was in my box. So I, oh, okay. There you go. I, I don't I want was... to tell him now. Um, but yeah, the, this I'm excited about this one because this this guy here was kind of revealed in the last one, which Tim, you read right. it, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So. And yeah. And I just uh, just a quick shout out to our our buddy, Ethan. He's watching it in our locker room that we share at work. Uh, thanks buddy i'm sorry you're at work so late go home enjoy yourself listen to us while you're driving put your buds yeah. in it's safe um yeah. <laughs> i'm just kidding don't do that but uh yeah i mean i i i read it and i've i don't know i just don't i think i don't like the narrative styles of uh how it's written i, that was I mean dramatic. i guess that feels like it's a uh it was that with that spring oh um, yeah sorry 
That's all good. Uh, no, but yeah, it just it just was. Is the Muppet person behind me? Um, yep. Watch oh, out. No. Uh, God, what if there was though? But um, yeah, I just I don't know. I don't I don't like the storytelling. It just seems like it's too dramatic to be like it's trying to be like ER, but like with a bunch of um. I mean, Anthony, I guess you don't know, so we'll explain the premise real quick. But it's essentially set in a mystical hospital where like all creatures who get ill they go to this place and there's a the main protagonist is she was away from the hospital for some time and came back um to Did you say hospital like a mental hospital or like a like a no like a, a no like, like like a like an emergency room hospital oh i just heard ward. I, thought, I thought it was yeah. like no it's like the emergency ward so she's like probably i would assume she works in the trauma unit i don't know if that was ever okay. like explicitly yeah, yeah, yeah. said but like she mostly just deals with people who are coming in like uh i yeah i mean it, well, and I will say one thing too about issue three is like in issue one, there is this big kind of like hinge on what the main protagonist like background was. And that was kind of there, like why she like had left the hospital and she came back in issue one. And there's all this mystery around like why she left and it was revealed in issue three. And it was that that was the lamest part of issue three to me. It was like, man, that like that that was it. Yeah. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, but it was just like there was so much like build up to that point. And then it was just such a letdown. But again, with the cover, which I don't, I just, I don't know where I tossed it. Um, the cover has a new, a, a, yeah, it's just, I, I was so over it. I'm not even going to read <laughs> issue four. <laughs> um, yourself, you, you I mean, I can't, I, I laugh, but I can't tell you how many comics I have that are issue number four that I'm just like, eh. yeah, no, it happens a lot. There's a lot. We've, we've had an episode about dips before and, um, it's either it's either issue two, like a hard dip right in the in the start, or it's issue four is always a good dip. Yeah. Um, but as long as the ones before it were good, you might get lucky. And speaking of lucky, my next one is the dead lucky. Oh, nice. <laughs> so this is part of the massive verse. Uh, Who, so who's publishing uh, that? Uh, it is image. So this is okay. like Rad radiant black is like the main like superhero in this universe. Right. Uh, this they started this last year. Um, I haven't, I've only read like a bit of radiant black. And I think the reason I got into dead lucky is because I really like the cover of issue one, which mm. again, Anthony, we've had quite a few episodes talking about how Tim and I just get drawn in by the cover alone. That's how I buy um, beer. That right. <laughs> I mean, it's marketing right in that aspect. And it's, it's really good art, which can be used as marketing, which is the same thing as, you know, like a, uh, Abraham Lincoln looking fellow on surrounded by wheat. Yeah. I imagine that's many of them, but yeah, you can only, you can only hope the cover delivers on the story inside. Just like with the, the beer, the beer can looks good. You really hope that that beer, I hate when good. a cover has art and you're like, this art is awesome. And you're like, Oh, that was only a variant. And then you open up and the art inside awful or completely oh, yeah. different than what you expected. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then last but not least, uh, star Wars 27 came out and <sighs> That cover looks fantastic. It, I almost it, bought it just because of that. Yeah. And this is the good people. So uh, this is the second issue for the new arc, I believe. Um, and I actually don't think I've read the last one yet. I, I have a bunch of Star Wars ones queued up. The nice thing about Marvel is that you can just take that code, put it into your mm. phone, and you can read it later, like when you're on the Metro or whatever. So... <laughs> You I live in a different place of the world than we do. We don't have metros here, son. 
We got uh, just your car. <laughs> and yeah, buggies yeah. in some places. Well, um, by metro, by metro for me, I mean like if if my wife ever decides to be the driver, that's that's when I get that's when I yeah, get for It's about the only time we get it too. That's funny. So, um, what what do you got over there, buddy? You know, I was trying to think of a fun way to start this, but I can't think of anything a good segue into it. So I'm just going to say I feel like I was a really good comic book person this week at the the comic shop. Well, I felt like I was good in one aspect and bad in another aspect. I feel like I don't buy enough comics, which is partly because I don't have enough money and like it's just hard to read like so many comics. Yeah, which is, I'm just making an excuse. But uh, also, I felt like a good little comic boy because I got one from the the main, the main two, one from Marvel and one from DC and also an indie comic. Oh, so I'm like, I'm so well versed in my comic book shopping. It's amazing. Way to go, um, man. Thank you. you. I'm very good, proud a of good, myself. A good little comic shop boy is what you are. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag good little comic shop boy. Well, that should, uh, that's going to somebody write that down. But uh, I am super excited about this comic. Um, this is issue number two of The Vineyard. Um, Anthony, you'll probably like this story. This is by Brian Hopkins and Sammy Cavella. Uh, it's a, I believe it's a four issue story of this family who has this, uh, I guess, a vineyard, you would say. And they have a, a wine making place. What is that called? A winery. They run a winery. And every season they have to do a human sacrifice to this god of wine and then that's how they have potent wine that's love that uh, yeah so you i knew you was would... real life and you're like this is the anthony blackwell wine he uh he gave <laughs> his sad. life so you can all get drunk this month wouldn't that be great <laughs> i mean wouldn't That'd you want such an honor that? and then like yeah. put me on the can but it's really cool. The art's really great. And like the spirit of the gods kind of gets personified in like, uh, you know, either like weeds or the flowers of the the stuff will like become a beautiful lady and like start like uh, like caressing the men. It's it's just really fun art, really fun concept. Is um, is, is the god Dionysus? I think so. I, that, but I, I would have to. That's the Greek god of wine, I believe. I would, yeah. Then I believe that that's that sounds right to me. Um, but I would right. have to look into it. You, if you, want I'll, to look I'll, into I'm doing it. it right now. There you go. But Anthony, if you would want to borrow this from me, uh, you are more than welcome to. Oh, and it also says down here that Jason Wardy, uh, I would assume, does lettering or the. Okay, so Jason Wardy is the colorist, and Taylor Espinito <laughs> is the letterer. But yeah, like I said, really great art, super great concept. Um, yeah, so I would I would highly recommend checking that out. And now these next this next one here I don't really know much about, um, but it is it says on the front it the Avengers, but what it is is the All Out Avengers, and this is issue number one. And truth be told, the reason I got it was because one of my favorite comic book characters, Ant Man, was uh, on the cover. Good cover, and it's uh, a yeah, great cover. It's very I mean it's just classic. Good old, uh, I it's like it's it's it was a good week to feel like a comic book kid is what I guess I'm trying to say. Yeah. Because I got like this fun little comic that like I don't know what the story is. Um, the All Out Avengers. It's uh, I was actually talking to Andy Header at the comic book shop. So shout out to him. He uh, we were talking about this and he was saying that there was something called All Out Spider Man, I believe. Yeah. And 
so that would apparently was less words and more just action focuses and focused more on like the fighting and the yeah the the all outness of it but um so he we were you know theorizing like i wonder if this is that is what this is about but uh i was looking through it and it doesn't seem to be very wordless it seems to be very word heavy but um oh, so there's a lot, just, of, a lot of boxes yeah and think bubbles and all that stuff but hey it's it's the avengers i mean you're gonna get a a, a decent story at worst you know yeah um, if anything it's just boring but uh this probably won't be because it's from Derek Land Landy Greg Land. That's kind of interesting that they had Landy and Land. Uh, Jay Lysander as the inker, Frank and uh, Frank DeArma as the colorist. Um, yeah, nice. so gonna just get into that. I don't know if I'm gonna jump on it or I. I guess we'll see how good it is. But Marvel is so good at just like hook line and sinker of like giving you really like three really strong issues and then like a dip and then you have to buy like a side story to figure out where the rest of the story goes and then like you jump back in and and that's it, why marvel unlimited is worth it yeah oh my god yeah but uh something that you can't read on marvel unlimited and anthony this one's for you buddy it is batman 127 yeah and uh me and Mark here have been reading Batman, except he didn't get his his thing this week. By the but way, that's blue, okay. blue oh, and gray, that. blue, the baby blue and the gray Batman is my favorite version of Batman. Yeah, this is a this is a toy from 19, 1984. Anytime I see blue and gray Batman, I try to buy it. That's like I collect Batman stuff, but I try to keep it blue and gray. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hey, that's a, that's I mean, that's. Mark and I talk about like going back and reading old Batman comics. Um, a couple, oh Jesus, sometimes I can't remember how far back it was. It was about two months ago. You d you hopped on the storyline um, with a. Uh, oh my gosh, I, the word is escaping me. The guy with the puppet. Um, um uh, the uh, ventriloquist. Yes, that's so. Yeah. Uh, oh, I wanted to say masquerader, and like that's not. I almost did puppet master, knowing not knowing that knowing that definitely wasn't it. Do you know about the ventriloquist, Anthony? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess from the he's in the animated series, and uh, yeah. So I got these comics of him. Like it wasn't. I don't think it was his first appearance. I think it was a later appearance. He um, he ended up making Scarface puppet then, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that that dynamic is probably my favorite uh batman villain and so i was reading that and i was just saying to mark how i felt like even though i wasn't you know it was issue 180 something and it was like i jumped in and all the writing was good enough and appealing enough that i could know everything that was going on like all the side stories without feeling like overwhelmed and like um yeah that i it was just a lot of fun and I think that that's something that's kind of been missing from Batman for a while is just like the fun aspect. But I also don't read yeah. Batman very often outside of this uh, Chip Zdarsky comic that I've been reading. Well, and it didn't, they just, really uh, enjoyable. didn't they just reveal the Joker's name? They did. I read that. How do you no, feel about that? No spoilers. Let's not spoil the name. I, don't I, I didn't, I didn't look it up. I'm going to be honest. I didn't look it up. I, I see the article that they said. They I revealed. looked it up, but I don't remember it. No, I, well, I, my favorite I villain doesn't get a lot of play. My Batman favorite villain. Who's, Who's that? Yours? I'm a Clayface guy. Oh, dude, oh, I love Clayface. Yeah, I they just put up there's, there's a figure of Clayface. It's like forty bucks, and it's like massive. It looks so cool. Without giving too much away, Tim, isn't the Zadarsky one? Doesn't isn't Clayface in it? 
Yes, he is. Yeah. But uh, I mean, Lord knows how much he's going to be in it. But shout out to Carl Bakley, our good friend watching on the treadmill. Uh, he just said that he's also just read the new Alex Ross Fantastic Four book, and the art was amazing, as to be just expected. Definitely recommend. Dude, I love the Fantastic Four, and I definitely love Alex Me Ross. Um, yeah. I I am really hoping... I mean, I, I jumped on the Fantastic Four a while ago, um, and it's always just a fun story, because it seems so, like... And forgive me for, like, being... I don't know, whatever, but it's very American. Like it's, they're always kind of the Fantastic Four. Like is always like whatever America the family dynamic is. It's, it's like Leave It to like, Beaver, America. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I guess like I mean they have more like domestic problems. But I've also never watched Leave It to Beaver. So I mean, Leave It to Beaver look like like freshly cut grass, really pressure washed house. But you know, mm-hmm. inside the dad's pounding a bottle of something, smacking the wife around. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's what the Fantastic Four is. Like they look like leave the beaver behind the doors. They just hate each other. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. They probably that's true. They probably have like really good PR. Um, yeah. And then behind the scenes, they're just like a mess. But I mean, isn't that every family? So, like again, <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's not mine. Well, yeah. <laughs> wow. Nah. Um. But yeah. So Anthony, how did what? Take us back. What was the first comic that uh what got well a what got you into the idea of reading comics and what would be like the first thing you ever remember picking up? So I would I feel like I'm on the same boat as most nerds in life where the TV shows and the pop culture of video games and TV and movies get you into it to start off. Um I never growing I when I was younger, I grew up in Monty City in Shenandoah. Um if you know these little tiny coal region towns, we don't have newspaper stands or we don't have comic book places or stuff that you can get that and that wasn't somewhere my parent my parents were going to actively go seek out to go buy me comic books so i didn't start reading until much 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 later but uh the first couple comics that i did gravitate towards was always um uh batman batman was the first one i always looked for um i always was drawn into every time I seen art, like you would see the art of it, like on t-shirts or on like mm-hmm. magazines yeah. and stuff, but I never was able to read the books, but uh, Todd McFarlane art when he drew Spider-Man mm-hmm. in the nineties and two thousands, like always just like, man, I love the way Spider-Man looks. So that, that mm-hmm. always got me in. Um, and I, would, I would say, if you don't mind me, Oh, yeah. we'll <laughs> definitely get into that. But before that, Todd McFarlane, I think was probably the best thing. Todd McFarlane's, spider-man was probably the best thing to come out of the 90s maybe besides like deadpool and uh the deadpool art i think deadpool does really well in his like original stylings i don't i'm not a huge fan of uh rob liefeld like just as like just in general but i mean the, you got to give the devil his due he did draw a good looking character um yeah but yeah todd mcfarlane and that spider-man i think is just so classic Oh, mm-hmm. so sorry to cut you off there. And then uh, what was the other four letter thing that you mentioned? Uh, Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was another big one for me. Uh, oh, and man. then I just, as I got older, I was like, man, like Spider-Man looked cool. And the first time I seen Spawn, without even knowing who the artist was, I was like, I'm drawn into that too. And then realizing it's the same guy. So I've always been really driven into the art aspect of things. and Not so much what's mm-hmm. in, in between the covers, if that makes any sense. Um, yeah, and it's interesting because I would say that Mark and I are probably very story driven. Yeah, I think when we review things, we're very focused on like what was the story of this, and uh, and we've we've talked about this of being like we need to 
do better at like well and it's like i i've mentioned quite a few times too like my favorite series out right now is mainly told by just the art in the panels like you'll go pages without seeing a box of dialogue and i like when a comic can use the art to tell the story versus having to fill every panel with so many dialogue boxes just it it takes away from the story for me sometimes when you just get over overwhelmed with you know, having four or five in one panel. Um, But I want to go back to spawn. I like, uh, (laughs) don't we all just want to go back to spawn? I just like read. I've never consumed a spawn anything. Yeah. I wasn't allowed to as a kid. Um, It makes sense. um, Like, yeah, my, my, my sweet mother would not let me and my brother pick up spawn, but my neighbor down the road, like four houses down, he had like spawn poster on his wall. He had like all the comics and like, that's how I got my fill of that, that character. And and then, yeah, you hit up the nose too, just Spider-Man, Batman and spawn. Like that, that's what represents the nineties comics to me is those three characters. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Well, and also like, I was kind of not turned off from comics, but I didn't lean into it very heavy just because growing up, uh, diagnosed with ADHD and ADD where I can read a book in school, get 10 pages in and not remember a thing I read 10 pages ago. So then when it was like, Hey, you should read comics. I always just kind of because of the school system of making you read out loud. And I wasn't a strong reader and I had a lot of issues uh, and my memory tension wasn't there. I'd get bored. I thought I wouldn't really adapt to comics. So I was kind of the person where I enjoyed drawing. So I would buy if I got a comic, I'd buy it and not, that's how I learned how to draw. Oh, I, would awesome. like, I would like use the comic. This is probably like, oh my God, I would like trace. Like I put the piece of paper on the comic yeah. and trace, ruin mm-hmm. the book to hell, all hell. And then, <laughs> and then learn how to draw after not tracing it. And that's kind of like, that was for me, that was comic books of most of my childhood. It wasn't so much reading them. It was just, I was so drawn into the art and the characters. And then yeah. like, because I wasn't a very strong reader, I would actually look at the books and not so much make my own storyline up, but kind of piece together what I thought they were trying to get with by looking at the art panels. Um, and then yeah. I, I didn't read for a very, very long time. And I just kind of stuck with the, the media, like the comic books. I mean, the TV shows, the movies, the video games, and then just hearing third hand of what was going on in books. Uh, yeah. Knowing major arcs, like people told me, obviously, about all the, all the major events and stuff. But uh, I got back into it with uh, the New 52 and Rebirth. Uh, I loved yeah, Batman yeah. all the way up until the, the plant flower guy. Hated that. What's a plant oh. flower guy? The villain, it was like a giant flower. It was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Hated it. That, that was it part of the New 52. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. Poison Ivy? No, it was. Li- I think he was called Mr. Bloom. <laughs> what? He was it? Was it? A, he was it a dude, like a really lanky dude, and he just had a dandelion <laughs> for a head. Mr. Bloom. He was awesome. Um, Let's see a derivative of. Oh yeah, there it is. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember terrible. seeing this cover—the one with Batman having dandelions pour out of his mouth. Hate it. Um, yeah. So they they started yeah, off. He with looks like very generic. The Court of Owls and the Court of Owls storyline to me. Oh, was dude! One of the coolest things I've ever read in my life, and I yeah. want that to be translated into movies and video games. They said the new Batman game is going to be the Court of Owls. Fingers crossed, because that is yeah. such a cool, like an Illuminati and they're owls that hunt yeah. bats and they know the Wayne family. Like they were just such a cool story arc. And then it led, I believe, into year one, where it was like the origin of the Riddler and Batman's year one story, which was excellent. Then the death in the family and then all these amazing new 52 arcs. And then we get this 
Mr. <laughs> Bloom. Yeah. Mr. Bloom. I, I stopped. I stopped there. I picked up up a little bit with the new 52 rebirth and then I just kind of fell off again, but I was See, doing. Oh yeah. Things. His face is a flower. Uh, yeah. I, I, you got to, okay. So if we're given devils his due, I would say that it's good. I'm happy that DC at least is trying to introduce new characters or new villains. Um, well, and, and that, was, that was all part of the new 52 though, as well as like, I think that they got to a point of, we've been recycling the same Batman villains for decades. Now let's bring in some new ones. And I just don't know. I can't think of any villains that came out of the new 52 that really landed. Like, the, I mean, maybe the court of owls, but they, like, that's maybe like court of owls yeah. again, like man, 100%. like I, I'm going to be honest with you. Like I, I kind of forgot that that was in the new 52 and like that yeah. storyline is just, it, I'm, I have it sitting right here. I'm going to, my box, my box, a new oh, 52. So cool. You could buy the special box with the mask in it. Yeah. Loved it. Loved it. Did you, did you get the mask? I didn't. I have, I, I, I think I have to look upstairs, but I did buy the, uh, the Joker one. Remember when the Joker finally cut his face off and wore oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that came in a comic book box. I think I might have that one. Whenever Whatever. I see that Joker, I always want pizza. Cause I'm like, that, his face <laughs> looks like <laughs> pizza. Cheese, yeah. yeah. Anthony Blackwell rules. That's from Alex Barbaro. Thank you, man. Make sure you subscribe um, and follow these guys. Yeah, thank you very much. That would be mucho appreciated. Um, uh, but yeah, then I went to the digital route and I started reading things digitally because I didn't really know where to get comic books. And then I finally just cool. like pulled the trigger and I asked Andy and Tim, like, where do you go? And they tell me this place in Google Haven, this place is Google Haven. And my wife goes to this place. What's it called? Alchemist Cove. No, the shop next to it. Uh, the shop next door. <laughs> yeah, the shop next door to Alchemist Cove. She goes in and buys like soap that's a great name and, for a shop and like fun cool things. Queen yeah, Bee so, or something. It's like yeah. it's essentially like all small business who can't afford to have their own shop fronts go to this business and they set up little stands where they can sell their local products. So she went in there and I looked next door. I'm like, that's the comic book store. So I finally went in and man, it it was it was a cool experience, man. I loved it. And I was like, I need to come back here more. And it was fun. Going in there with Heidi, unfortunately, unfortunately being a, an artist and trying to make a living off my art, uh, money's not easy right now. But going in there, we were both kind of like going around like, oh, we would definitely get into reading because she's she reads books all the time. She's a huge mm -hmm. reader and she was looking. She's a huge horror movie person, too. So she was in the horror section looking through all the books like, oh, man, I can get Stephen King's son's comic books and they have comic books based on my favorite horror movies. So. She mm -hmm, was really yeah. into that, and I was looking through a bunch, and I was like, this is cool, and it sparked that interest, but it's something that we definitely want to go back to and, and pick up again. But uh, I think the last book I read, and I didn't finish it, so if you, I hope you don't, don't spoil it on me, but The Last Ronin, I was really into that. Oh, yeah. No, you need I, to finish four, that. Was it four or five? There's five of them. I, I think I got up to number yeah. four. Yeah, from, from, one, from one teenage mutant ninja Turtle fan to another, like, like I couldn't, I don't know if I could recommend like a current tmnt series more than the last run and there's like another okay. part coming on that's called the lot the last the the lost years yeah i think that comes out in a couple months i um, i nailed it it'll exactly. come out for the next seven years like the last ronin did yeah well and it and it's also i believe it was the same creative the original creative team that wrote the last ronin yes I'd we have, are I'd comic to... book guys Sorry, I wanted to squeeze that in real quick. And figure. Uh, Alex asked figures. again, are we comic book and figure guys? I see some. Uh, I, yeah, 
well, the, black if, series. She, if she's talking about these, these aren't black series. These are the uh, the retro collection. These are kind of the new ones of Star Wars that have been coming out. I've been collecting these. Look at you at knowing what that was. I was confused on that. Yeah. I thought that, wow, you are I just a new figure guy. I was going to say we were. And I think black, I just thought that would put it together. Yeah, black, no, black series is. Uh, oh, wait. Hang on. Oh, Mark's gone. Yeah. Uh, when I mean, that yeah, one. I, I, when I first started I'm, reading it, I, I nailed who the who the who the turtle was gonna be. Like I I like I already kind of scouted it out, like figured it out as I went. Um, but I'm I see I love the turtles, but I am a huge Casey Jones fan. Like uh, that yeah. character. Like anytime he's showcased or talked about or in a book, I'm in. That's my favorite character. I would like to see like a an origin series for for him. But or just yeah, even like something. I mean, I don't know if he's in the last Ronin because I didn't read it, but it'd be cool to see like what he was doing. Or I don't know. Again, I didn't read it, so I don't. Yeah, know I, I don't want to say anything. Story. I don't want to give anything away. Yeah, because yeah, I but, would kind of like to read that because I've heard such good things about it. Yeah. So if you, if if you're watching this for the first time or you don't have no idea what we're talking about, the last Ronin is essentially it's a it's a futuristic turtles comic book line where um, all of the turtles are dead and there's only one left. And yeah. he's going to avenge and take down um, a crime syndicate that may or may not be Shredder. Um, <laughs> as you're, yeah, as Shred you're saying Shredder, that, I just hear yeah. like the uh, the TMNT, the television show theme playing in my yeah. head while you're like, this oh, serious not, thing is it's happening. Not, it's not kitty at all. This is definitely more adult geared. And oh, yeah. Theme. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's absolutely excellent. Like the yeah. essentially this is almost like. Arkham, where the entire city—it's like—it's like—it's almost like Ninja Turtles meets Gotham, where like there's a yeah. different there's different layers to the city, and the poor are kind of being held down by this crime syndicate who own everything, and the, and and everyone's super policed, and you can't do anything, and it's like super um like uh, dictatorship, and it's it's crazy, and then this this turtle ends up finding like a resistance, and then they're kind of like balancing to try to take down the government. Yeah. It's really, really good. Oh, yeah, like that's that's it's it's definitely government. a five out of five for me. That series yeah. was um, definitely read it. I uh, going back to uh, Black Series. I thought oh. I thought I had a Black Series figure on hand, but I don't. This is just a Marvel Legends. But Black Series typically come in packaging like this, um, and it, it'll say Black Series on it. And I I don't know if Marvel has Black Series. I know Star Wars does, but maybe what Marvel makes it a Black those. Series? The box. <laughs> I think I think it's just the box. They're 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 a little larger size action figure. Um, okay. But these are these are the ones like I think collectors really go after. Um, I think like these ones are like twenty five bucks a pop. The Black Series and I the old X Men figures back in the day were awesome. Like oh my god, yeah, I remember were... being a kid, like in the nineties kid and the two thousands kid, and those X Men uh, figures. Like this one. Yes, they were so this cool. One? Yeah. <laughs> then they had the larger scale ones. Everyone had the saber tooth and. and uh, Wolverine, like from the animated yeah. series, they were like monsters. Bro. Um, yeah. And then another series I was reading for a little bit, and I, I I got like maybe a couple issues in, and I was really enjoying it. I just lost track and stopped reading it. Um, I don't know, I don't know where it lies in the new age of it, but the uh, the Daredevil series, I'm a huge, I love Daredevil as well. And then I read that that Harley Quinn. Well, hold on. What uh. Uh, do you remember what the story was about in Daredevil? Because it was it recent. It was how so recent long was it? Ago. Maybe, uh, okay. maybe, maybe the, right when the last Ronin first dropped. I would say around that time. 
Okay, so that might have uh, been Alex. Let us know what the uh, Black Series technically is. It's a six-inch figure with Elite FX head sculpts, um, a bunch and of a, and a bunch of accessories. Which look at that. Uh, yeah, now we know. Um, but yeah, that Thanks, that that Daredevil series, and then I started reading that Harley Quinn series, where it was kind of like how she became Harley because Joker was mind manipulating her. It was like a really adult themed, and the yeah. cover was like half Harley's face. Yeah. Well, that's that, what you're talking about that that's one thing too about dc that um i feel like transitioned from the 90s because i remember in the 90s like marvel was the more deep like adult like suggestive comic books and dc was a little bit more like tame and didn't try to like make things as suggestive but then there was a turn and i don't know if it happened before the new 52 it probably did but there was still dark there was still dark dc comics but um yeah, you you can find some really good ones. But was it just called Harley Quinn? I think it was like, called Harlan. Harlan. Okay, that yeah. makes sense because that's right. It, it was in like a long series. It was only a couple shots, but it was really really good. Um, actually, during the New Fifty Two too, I think uh, I think I, I I read a lot of Justice League as well. I liked the Justice League New Fifty Two. <laughs> I read that Justice League, uh, and uh, just to uh, just to say, I think that yeah, that was I think that that was a great story. I think that that story itself has been used a lot of times and maybe not the best ways, but that story itself is, is a damn good story. That's Jeff Johns. Yeah. And he um, puts on the Hellbat suit and, and he's the guy on. who gave Joker a name. I'm pretty sure. Sure. Because I was, I was reading the article and I'm just like, yeah, Jeff Johns would be the guy that thinks he can give the Joker a name. Yeah. But uh, we need, we need to get back to that. Cause we didn't, we didn't uh, finish having that discussion. And I would like to know what, to know what you guys think about that. But first Alex says, sorry guys, I'm a nerd. I think Blackwell just put me on to my new favorite dudes. Good hey, man. We're nerds yeah. here too. Um, yeah. So you're always That's welcome. Good. We'll love to have you every week. Um, Which normally Alex, just so you know, we normally air on Wednesdays. Yeah. Um, That's pool. That's comic book day. That's so comic we do it book on day, comic yeah. book day. But uh, so what do you guys think about the uh, the Joker's name thing? I, I don't think it's going to last. I think it's one of those things where someone makes a story and then they're just like, that's not canon. He went on. Ro he went rogue. You know what I mean? Yeah, Everything yeah. will want it because they're afraid to lose the integrity or change the a character. Yeah. Like, OK, then it counts <laughs> 10 <Yeah>. years later. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Mark, what do you think? I don't know. It just it it takes away a lot of like the mystery of the Joker for me, yeah, giving him 100%. a name. Like I don't I don't want to slap a label on him. I want him just to be what he's always been, the Joker who has like no backstory. Like what we do know of his background is still even just so murky. And like that's the other thing too I love about like the Joker when they do reference like his life before it's always told in black and white. Mm. Mm -hmm. And that well, that was the part about the Joker is where you don't know if he's telling you the truth or not because he's always yeah. he's a narcissist like the joker movie i remember watching that for the first time and everyone's like oh that was really good and i was like that movie just happened though and they're like what do you mean and i was like he was he could have been lying the whole time he's essentially he was using his therapist to tell her a sob story to get people to follow him but how much of that movie actually happened and how much of it was joker's head or how much was joker completely lying to his therapist and then she's and then someone's like you just wrote, like you just you just made me rethink like you fight cub that movie for me where you don't know what was reality and what was the Joker's mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like well, did he really want to uh... show and shoot somebody, or was that just him telling the story? Yeah, that's a good so, point. It yeah. is a very good point. But let's uh, let's do Alex one one for him and uh, 
answer this debate. He says he's a debate guy. So what's a better Joker book? Death in the Family or The Killing Joke? Oh, man. Now, Ooh. I'm biased because I have haven't read Death in the Family because I'm a bad comic book boy. Um, but I have read The Killing Joke, and my money is on The Killing Joke, even though I'm sure Death in the Family is probably very good because it is a classic story. Um, that's mm -hmm. I, Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the one where the spoiler for a comic that's been out for a very long time, but that's the <laughs> one where uh, Joker kills uh, Robin, right? Tim, yes. The Tim yeah. Drake Robin. The yes. Tim Drake, well, yeah. Have either of you read it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, then I'm I'm the odd man out on this one. You you guys can have I, you, who, I, have you read the Killing Joke? Yeah, yeah. I think. I, I okay. Well, there we go. You yeah. guys have the debate. I'll sit here and say Killing Joke. Yay! I'm leaning. I'm I'm kind of leaning Killing Joke as well. Yeah. Um, like, only because the the uh, Jason Todd. Sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, My God. They, I, I, I you can come Jason on and host Todd. the show. I'm retiring. Yeah. <laughs> come on, Alex. Fans voted to kill Jason Todd essentially, and the comic right. book was really, really good. Uh, if you want to go into animation movies, Killing Joke was better than uh, I mean, sorry, Death in the Family was better than Killing Joke because the Killing Joke added a whole story that didn't need to be there. Yeah, it, yeah, it was really I didn't, like I didn't, I don't, I don't often enjoy when DC does a direct to like let's let's turn this series into a show or a movie. Um, yeah, I, I'm not ever really a huge fan, but um. I don't just know, like half of Killing Joke animation, and then just go yeah, to just the fast forward one. until you see like yeah. the first frame. Yeah, of once the comic. you stop seeing Batman and and Batgirl Bat having like or, a, yeah, Batgirl having sex on the on the top of a building in the rain, and skip all that, and then uh, <laughs> go to the actual comic, and it was really good. But yeah, I, I think when it comes to like where we are history wise, Death in the Family gave us Red Hood, and that's all cool. But I think. Killing Joke definitely gave us like it gave us the origin of Oracle. It gave us why yeah. she why she is the way she is. The Joker, where he like that whole thing. Um, Batman, does he commit his first murder or not? Like, there's always that what if. Yeah, at the end. yeah I think I think I'd go Killing Joke. Yeah, I I think I think Killing Joke is a better story, um, hands down. But I will say, Death in the Family made a really big impact because mm -hmm. it was like you know. Uh, Maybe maybe Alex knows this better, but Jason Todd is the third Robin, or is he the second? I think he's the second. I think he's because he was the. I think he was the more unpopular yeah, 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 one, yeah, yeah. and that's why. Yeah, that's, no, that's the right. like. Yeah, yeah. Because at that really point, other, he became the uh, what's uh, it was he he became Nightwing already, and then the second one came over. No, uh, came well, yeah, no, and he, he right. becomes the Red Hood. So yeah, second, that's yeah, a, Jason Todd yeah. because Red Hood, but the, the, his yeah. his predecessor is already. I think I believe at that point in time he's already Nightwing, and then the third yeah. Robin becomes later on Red Robin, which is I hate that version. <laughs> Red Robin. <laughs> We're running out of birds. <laughs> I, I'm biased, but I, I maybe because I yeah I would, I, I would I'm, say I'm the a comic joke. book fan, but I, I love me some Damien. Yeah, Damien, like Damien's awesome, like. Oh when yeah, he because he, he he's introduced the new fifty two right. Carrie oh. Carrie doesn't count. Come on, she got one book. <laughs> <laughs> she she did. She got one. <laughs> second Rob Alex says second Robin Tim Drake is third, and then uh, Carrie Kelly is technically the fourth if you count Dark Knight Returns. Which no, because that's not even ca like canon, is it? No. Uh, but now we just sound like a bunch of like sexist males. Like she can be a great Robin. 
Yeah, uh, she just doesn't count. She yeah. she did a good job for you know the, her one book. Her, her, her one book, yeah. Um, Mark, so not to just kind of swing into something different, but let's swing into something a little bit different. Uh, do you want to talk about that Minor Threats comic that you read? Yeah, I'm going to keep this short um, because sure. uh, Minor Threats is really good. I'll say that much. Um, our our buddy too on Instagram, Cancel Comics, he wrote a really good review on it. So I, nice. I suggest anybody go and read what he has to say, but um this is a story of like uh you know c d list villains mm-hmm. <laughs> who all hang out at like the same bar um and then like essentially like the justice league um uh, yeah that's kind of related there's like the version of batman and this version of the justice league um and sorry who put this up this is this is dark horse mm-hmm. um and it's kind of the same thing as death in the family like the robin character is killed by this a-list villain and now the justice league is going around and like questioning all of the villains but these d-list villains don't want to have to deal with these a-list superheroes so like why don't we just go hunt him down and like that's that's the that's issue one. Oh, that's a good um, premise yeah and my favorite favorite thing about it is that it's written by Patton oswald oh, oh there wow. you go yeah um he's you know this that's right i'm re- okay yeah, we, I think I me. think I mentioned this. Um, yeah. And I think that this is this is his first comic book. And I think it's I think he co-wrote it, but I think that he is the one who had like the vision for it. And so I really, really enjoyed it. I'm very excited for the next one to come out. I think it's four issues. I don't think they're doing five for it. Um, OK, yeah, because he but, his uh, his Modoc run was only four and that was pretty enjoyable. Was that was that a comic or was that a show? It was a comic. He did a he did a comic. I used to have it on my wall. Yeah, I took it oh, okay. down. Okay. Um, but yeah, he did a four piece, a four, a four issue run. Um I just I just like when you know you know a celebrity from a different medium and they they decide to jump into comic books. Like Keanu Reeves did it with um gosh, things are not they're not coming to me. Um Berserker. Okay, and yeah. And then uh and then uh Mother of Madness. That was one that we or did I just read that? um yeah i bought it i bought issue number one but i never read it yeah and that was uh by everybody's favorite game of thrones character um amelia clark (laughs) right yeah um anthony have you read berserk uh i have not i feel like you would really enjoy i think the most recent book i bought and i think i have two issues of it um andy actually has it he put an extra one in his box so I, i can get it off him uh, I haven't read them yet, though, but I've been getting the Elvira books where Elvira has been traveling in between different horror movies and changing the outcomes. Right. Oh. It, so the first issue, she goes into Psycho and she saves what's her name from being killed by Norman and eventually fights Norman. And then the second issue, I believe she's in, uh, I think, Alien or something. I forget what the second. No, The Shining. Is she goes to the Shining. The Shining oh, okay. is the second oh, issue. Yeah. Um, so that's a really fun comment. I, I like the Elvira. Uh, to me, Elvira comics are like Archie comics where you can just put Elvira in any situation and I'll read it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like that's, uh, yeah, that character definitely works for that. Yeah. Um, she, she's amazing. And she's nice. been around for forever. Yeah. Yeah. Where's her origin? Like, I'm going to, I'm going to look that up. I'm so, I'm curious how long she's been around. So a I long time. So she, she essentially was kind of like a Joe Bob Riggs where she was like a horror host and then she started getting her own movies, and she was she was way ahead of her time. Where like guys oh, are yeah. catcalling her, That's and she right. was like, "Yeah, she was she was like she used her sexuality, but she wasn't a sexual person." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like everything was on her terms. It was very woman empowering, and 
she was very LGBT. Like, I think she just recently came out as being in a, a relationship with a woman and not really That's telling awesome. people a lot about that because she kept a lot of that stuff to herself. But she's nice. she's she's an icon. She's she's a. Oh, She's 100%. one of the greatest people that ever lived. Um, that's that's my Betty White is, is Elvira. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I want to give a shout out to a comic that I've been. I actually. So I, I talked about this a while ago. It's a comicsology exclusive. It's called Cold Iron. Um, and it is by Andy Diggle, Nick Brokenshire. Um, and then I got a bunch of uh, art, other people. Uh, Tierra. Farrell, Simon Bowlan, and Tom Mueller. That whole team came together to make a, like I said, a Comixology exclusive. And uh, I talked about issue one and two a while back. It, the premise is it's based off of a Irish. Um, I got. I hope this it's Irish and not Scottish. I'm gonna feel so <laughs> stupid if I read like this whole thing and then it's. I For how many names wrong. we butcher on this show, I, like, you know, you're fine. <laughs> no, actually, it is Irish. Now that I'm remembering. Yeah, so it is Irish. Um, it's a folklore that for good luck, you hang an iron in your house uh, or not an iron. Well, it can be an iron, but it it's like cold iron as in like cold metal. You want to leave uh, cold metal in the house. Apparently that it's a, a good luck thing. And uh, in this comic, it's yeah, it's centered around um irish folklore and a girl that kind of traverses the the worlds between you know ours and that and it's just a really fun story um the way that it ended makes me feel like there's going to be more there was only four issues and like i said it's it's on comicsology so if you're looking yeah. for just the fun simple comic i think yeah it's the art's fantastic the um the story's really good yeah would definitely recommend checking I've, that I've, out. I've read 16% of issue one. There you go. Wow. That <laughs> like, would be like, like, you recommended it to me a while back and I, right. I, I started reading it and I think I fell asleep that night reading it, which yeah. you know, happens. That would make sense. Um, but then I also, you know, I think I'm like, I think I'm now 30 comic books behind. Which... <laughs> <laughs> what awesome. is the, the Marvel one, Marvel unlimited or not the video yeah. game. Or no, that's the app. That's, that's the app. Yeah, Marvel yeah. Unlimited. It's I think it's like eight bucks a month, or you can pay seventy bucks for the year. But the comics come bad. out. Comics come out three months after their initial release date on there. Um, that's how Tim's been catching up on all like the Star Wars comics and. Um, well, I use but yeah. Comicsology, but yeah, yeah, because um, I think they come out around the same time, um, if not probably a little later. I would assume. Uh, yeah. I don't really know, but here's a, a question for us from Alex again. Uh, thank you for giving us all the content and context tonight. Uh, content tonight, <laughs> Alex. Um, are you guys Walking Dead fans? Uh, Love the comic, hate the show. Oh, that's that's the perfect answer, Mark. What do you what got? What do you got to say? So I I read I read I read Alex's question a bit before you brought it up, and I think when that show started, I think you and I were living in Taiwan still. Yeah, and, I, I believe so. And so I just like I never got into it. And then like I also don't like being surrounded by a lot of hype. And so when I came back mm. to the States and everybody was just talking about like, oh, Walking Dead's the greatest thing ever. It's the best, blah, blah, blah. And like um, and people like I don't like when people impress on me that it's something I have to do. I guess that's yeah. what I'm more getting to. And so I just never watched the show. I've read the I think the first volume of the comics, which I really enjoyed. Um, I think mm -hmm. my brother has all of those. The comic was well. great. Yeah. Um, How much of the comic did you read, Anthony? 
I got all the way up until I think like the issue 100, which was like volume three or four. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, here's my problem is when I got to the point where I was around, I was current with the issues in real life and the TV show was still a thing and people were raving about it. And I was in the team. You should read the book camp, uh, mm. not my, minus the what's on TV. And then the creator himself was kind of like, I'm torn on which one I want to put my focus on. Kind of like Game of yeah. Thrones where the, oh, the guy was like, am I writing the books or am I? And he was kind of stuck in that thing. And then he was trying yeah, to yeah. implement book to the, he was trying to implement show to the book instead of doing this book to the show. And I was like, I'm done. I'm out of here. I, yeah, I love Norman Reedus as a person, but he ruined the show for me. Like they took characters who oh, were really? so good in the books. Yeah, they took characters that were so good in the books, and they just didn't translate to the show at all. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think it's, the problem with that was that they deviated from the show characteristics of the people pretty early on, like maybe even just fundamentally. Because Norman um, become became so big, they turned around and said, "Okay, the book. This story is clearly about Rick. How do we?" how do we write the story of Rick, but then how would Daryl who wasn't in the comic react to what Rick would read? Like, so they was kind of basing it around the, the highest paid guy in the show and the character who got popular and not yeah. stuck to like that. You know, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of a way to say it without sounding stupid, but that's kind of where sure, it was at. Yeah. It just kind of got away from me and I just didn't like it. Yeah. So I, I can't remember where I jumped off. I know that, oh yeah, because I was, I would remember being in Taiwan doing this, but I would, um, I, I would think I would read like the Wikipedia page of the, you know how they have like that fan Wikipedia thing? Yeah. I would read like, I would wait fandom. like a couple months and then I would go on to like the fandom or, or whatever and I would just read the synopsis that way. Uh, I did that with a lot of comic books. Honestly, I just like, when I first got into I, comics, I would just sit on like Wikipedia and just like read Wolverine's history, you know, because yeah. like it's it's so that in and of itself is a comic book, you know, like it's yeah. just the wildest thing that you could like, be like, oh, all this stuff happened to a man in his lifetime. That's insane. And they're like, yeah. but this also happened, but we don't know if that's what they're going with. And <laughs> like there's yeah. like five origin stories. Wolverine's yeah. just always been in the wrong place at the wrong time. How about Wolverine <laughs> being hinted at uh, in She-Hulk? Did you see that? Yeah. Oh, wait, the new one? Yeah. No. I, oh, no. I saw... two, two episodes ago, I think it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The in the, it was in the newspaper. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. It was, I've been loving right. that show. It's so good. Let's it, talk about that because uh, people are hating it. and Because they're, hate... they're men who don't like strong women protagonists. That's exactly what it comes down to. Because if, you, that, if, you, if yeah. you read the She-Hulk comic, you're getting exactly what happens in the comic on the show. Oh, yeah. No, I think it's brilliant on every way. And, and the girl who's playing her is so good. So good. She yeah, she seems so like well. she's, she's she's really she's really awesome to look at too. Especially yeah, as she there you go. <laughs> Especially yeah, as she hold. Um, <laughs> uh, I yeah, I feel like she's doing a really good job at not taking. I feel like the She-Hulk character is very good at being like not taking things too seriously, and I feel like even the actress does a, a really good job of like coming across like that. Um, well, and I mean, she's an actress, so I don't know how genuine that is, but it feels very just like, yeah, we're just filming this thing, you know. Brian yeah. said she was on a show before this, and she played like a multiple personality, or she did something along those lines, or she played like two characters that interacted with each other at the same time. And he said she's absolutely fantastic as an actress. And then when he told me that, and I looked into her, I was like, I'm I'm pumped for this show, and it's it hasn't let me down yet. It's it's funny. The only thing is, I wish they were maybe a little longer. 
Yeah. yeah. Like a half hour, you're like, oh, it's already over. Like, and I, I wasn't expecting it to be so focused on a courtroom case. Like it, it, it like I, I, I it's, thought it's it would be more like different, like a different approach of what it was going to be. And I was like, no, this is good. This is exactly what I wanted it to be. And it's, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. I guess my, my, I think, uh, well, this maybe just goes into larger critiques of like the MCU as a whole, but I feel like I'm happy. I, I guess what I'm trying, what am I trying to say? Say what you're saying. I feel like the MCU is very much at this point where a lot of the content that is currently out is very much just focused on like, look how great the MCU is. And uh, I, it's, I'm going to counter you. Okay. Let's count. Well, my arg argument would be like, hey, I think yeah. Miss Marvel, her, her whole character is very much admiring the um, whatchamacallit, the Avengers and superheroes. So she's allowed to do that. But I I think Doctor Strange, everything from Doctor Strange, you know, No Way Home, um, a little bit of Hawkeye, like so much of this stuff is just like, look how good the MCU is. And it's yeah. not like just producing new quality good stories. I mean, it is, but like it, I feel like and maybe this is just an impossible thing, but they don't seem to be having the impact or weight of like old, these old stories. And maybe it's because we're just well, spoiled for choice at the moment. We so, yeah. we are, but like, yeah, it's, I, it's, I, I would it's, counter this as well. It's, it's also that like, okay, we had three phases of the exact same genre. Okay. Mm -hmm. Three phases. Everything that phase four has put out is a different genre. So there you have that. Mm -hmm. for, for two we're talking multiverse so we're talking multiverse in different points of view different aspects of like you know where loki was at i loved loki um just different versions of him um but it's also like having these different genres like speaks into the multiversal aspect of what's going on and also like you know kevin feige he he knows that he can't just keep going with this same, you know, uh, there's always an idiom and I can't think of it, but just like he can't keep doing the same bread and butter, I guess, with yeah, let's do, he can't keep let's do phase one, two, and well. three. We, yeah, there. Thank you, Tim. Yeah, um, I'm a poet. Yes, you are. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, I, and I agree and, with that. So, I think that that's a really good point, but I don't think that that's well, okay, finish your point. <laughs> but yeah, so it's just for me, it's just like I just don't think people understand like what the MCU is doing because they haven't really come out and said like, this is what we're doing. These are the shows we're putting out, but this mm -hmm. is how we're, we're, they haven't really like pointed out, like this is the angle that we're taking. And I mm -hmm. think that them having all these different versions, because yes, She-Hulk is a courtroom. It is a law and order type show that has a lot of good humor in it. That honestly makes fun of everything that the MCU has already done. Mm -hmm. And like, that's, that's one of the reasons I like She-Hulk. Like a lot of Tim, you liked Hawkeye, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, like, I enjoyed a lot, it. A lot of people didn't like that show either. And like that show is also it was brilliant because it's also more of like kind of a, a detective. Like, yeah, it was much more case. grounded than like a lot of other things that that we've gotten. Anthony, what are you going to say? For me, the so, uh, phase one was cool. Phase two was cool. Phase three was all right. Like, I, like for me, I just like I felt like it was always like how he said it was the same genre and they all just ran into each other. And that's fine. And I think it held the audience's hand a lot, so it was like, "Oh, this is what's coming," and 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 sequence leads to the next one, and everyone just expect these end sequences of everything to be the next big reveal, the next big surprise, and then mm -hmm. WandaVision came out and it changed the game. 
and yeah, everybody yeah. was fantasy booking and everyone was like, how do I, this is what I think going to happen. And then they're like, no, you were all wrong. And then it just goes. And ever since then it has the fans. They're all saying it's the worst phase ever because they can't pinpoint what's going to happen next. Yeah, I love yeah. it. I think this series has been great. Doctor Strange was essentially, I mean, look at, I, I love me some Sam Raimi. It was a yeah, horror yeah. movie. It was so good. Um, so good. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is too, is it's taking these characters and it's zooming them out a little bit. So in the first three phases, every hero was a superhero. But when now yeah, we're at a yeah. phase two where some people are different levels of superhero, right? So what you're essentially setting up in this phase is you have a galactic side of things. You have a main side of things where, where your main team, the Avengers, were the big, huge gods of Earth. And they're yeah, still yeah. there. But now you have these street-level heroes who aren't going to go and save the world from a galactic threat. They just take care of street level crimes and that's where your daredevils that's where your blade like these other characters so there's different they're, they're actually setting up tiers of what every like, hero's role is in the mcu and i think it's great like she hulk is big enough to take down the world but she's just kind of doing her like she's not at that level yet um and yeah, you have yeah. all these different characters who are kind of structuring their own little set of teams where you're you're like oh well what's happening here what's and then we're getting to a point where if X-Men come or Fantastic Four come or this person comes, it's it, it's all then big picture. But then you have these nice little side branches. and Each character fits in their own bubble, but still yeah, have yeah. it. Like, I, I love it. I think what they're doing well, is great. Well, I love this phase. And if we also put it in terms of comic books, I'm getting a little feedback for myself. Um, I don't know if that's on my end. But anyways, if we put it in terms of comic books. And we've talked about this before, but it's just like we had an all rise too with phase one, two and three. Like they were they were very exciting. Like. You know, Thor Ragnarok's my favorite MCU movie. Like I just, but I also have an attachment to Thor. Um, <laughs> I love Black Panther. Yeah. Um, but like there was all rise. And like, we've talked about so much with comic books, how like a lot of times issue four is the, is the main dip. And usually that is because they're trying to reset for something bigger that's going to happen in, in the final issue of, you know, issue five or whatever. We already know that MCU is going to phase six and apparently they're going to reveal a lot of that this weekend. Um, but yeah, phase five is already lining up to look really, really good. And it's going to, you know, if we put it on a chart, when I like, seen civil war and didn't get civil war, I was pissed. Not going to yeah. lie. And no, now I, we're getting, yeah, that's very fair. Wars, and now we're getting secret wars and it's like, they can do it. They have all the rights to these characters. We can get, yeah the most real like the accurate screen version of secret wars which is a great story like we're getting black symbiote suit spider-man we're getting you know like there's so many cool things that can set up i'm pumped yeah. man. i think this is like the best time to be a marvel fan because realistically the first couple of phases they were making movies with characters that they only had the rights to and yeah. iron man wasn't a top selling comic book they can barely get like captain america was popular but his books weren't the greatest yeah, they were yeah. hulk was their main thing but they couldn't use him heavily they made Thor out of a no-name actor and made him the biggest person in the world. And then they, <laughs> they built what they had and made Physically, something literally. good. Yeah. yeah. They made them, They made something good out of characters that people didn't really respond to. And now they mm -hmm. have the rights to the characters everybody wanted if they had them in the first place. And now it's like, now it's getting exciting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 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 Well, and I and I and I just personally, I just I trust Kevin Feige and what he's doing with the MCU. Like, yeah. He hasn't he hasn't let me down. Um, I would Tim, will you bring up uh, Alex's next question? Yeah, I think that's a good good First segue. Off, did anyone so, cry watching the trailer? Because I almost did. 
Oh, I for this. Up. Yeah, almost certainly. So Alex says, like, what's going to happen in Wakanda forever? Since the multiverse has been open, is Killmonger coming back? Um, yeah, I I would. I don't know. I'm in two heads about it because I really like that character. But, uh, you know, I I I would love I, I remember seeing this comment one time. I was a tweet or something like that about how. They it was they were in favor of re, just recasting uh, T'Challa and uh, not not having him die in the universe and just having, you know, somebody else carry it on. And I really like that idea because I'm, you know, I'm fine with either way, but I really like that they were like, no, the the idea of the Black Panther is more, it transcends kind of just this one person. Yeah. Um, and obviously that wasn't up to me to make that decision. I'm not trying to make light of obviously real world tragedies or anything like that. Um, but yeah, I think I would have liked, and so I don't necessarily want to see Killmonger come back and then them have to kind of finagle his story to him being like, an anti-hero or uh you know a hero of some sort i'd rather see them have just another note like a no-name actor that chadrick bozeman kind of really was before coming into this and just have them take on this icon of black panther and you know again rise up and be uh the center just uh, be a very good symbol of what that is but that's that's my just <laughs> my humble opinion it's a great thing but, but but the real the real uh and you're real Black Panther, he 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 earned it fair and square. He beat yeah. he beat Chad in in the pit. He earned that title. He didn't yeah, do very fair. good things with it, but it's his title. Um, so in the trailer, obviously, you see land versus sea battling. Mm-hmm. Somebody goes down into the sea for some reason. Um, somebody wanted to be he somebody wanted to be buried at sea. Just putting it out there, uh, <laughs> which was Killmonger. They're teasing <laughs> who can take the mantle. You see Ironheart, mm-hmm. which really want her as a character um, yeah, there's two yeah. characters i want in the mcu i want ironheart and i want miles morales please make that happen yes. um and then and then it leads to this team like an fbi like a swat team with guns who come in and raid wakanda and what would they raid in wakanda which is 100 be vibranium right that's what they would want um yeah. so that opens up doors of maybe an old comic book arc where um Doctor Doom sent a team to Wakanda to extract vibranium. So is this the beginning of maybe the end sequences? That team was led by Doom, and that's how we get Doom in the MCU because he's been teased a whole bunch of times. Um, yeah, so th- yeah. there's a lot of open things that can happen in this movie, and I'm so excited for it. And I think the cool thing with it too that they're they're playing off is obviously Wakanda is black culture, and it's it's beautiful and it's thing, and then they're kind of leaning with the Latino culture with the under the water, like mm-hmm. Neymar is being, being portrayed by a Latino character. So are we getting like mm-hmm. a rise of two different, we've been getting a strong Asian culture with Shang-Chi and, and a lot of that. So it's kind of cool that we're seeing all these different cultures being yeah. represented in the MCU. And I know people are like, well, that's woke and I hate it, but it's beautiful representation for people just to not only see strong white male protagonists all the time you're seeing lgbtq yeah, yeah. being represented you see black culture you see spanish culture asian culture dude i like i said i i'm not a, i was not a marvel guy phase four has me sold man i think it's so important for just pop culture and it's so important mm-hmm. for culture in general and everyone yeah, can yeah. find something to rep, have a representation in and i think it's beautiful that's a great yeah. take that's awesome 
Well, geez, I don't know if I can say anything better than that. I, know, <laughs> um, I, I honestly think that's that's kind of a great place to end it. Yeah. Anthony, um, thank you so much for coming on, my dear friend. Dude, uh, I, loved, I loved it. That was, it was a blast. Next time, I will read comic books and come more prepared. <laughs> yeah, yo, we'll, we'll, definitely, we'll definitely have you back on. We definitely, I'll just say, we did spring this on you. I asked you, like, you. I saw you out in the street, like, less than two weeks ago, and I was like, hey, you want to come on the on podcast? On my way to Jersey. <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, so you're so great at all this stuff, um, being able to jump on and just, I know you're so down. You're a great content creator, so if Thank you're you, here... And you don't uh, know who Anthony is, I would be very surprised. But if you uh, we don't... had a lot of a lot of Anthony fans, yeah, we appreciate yeah. you guys coming in. Anyone who came in, please support these guys. They like I didn't have a lot of people who really represented the like really supported what I did uh, as well as th these guys did, as well as like the Welcome Back crew and everybody else who was part of the network who was putting content out for the network, and it wasn't even my content; it was somebody else who had our vision of what. The network was going to be and they did a very good job and it sucks to see it go man but uh i'm very proud of what these guys accomplished and please continue to follow them and support them and, and show love to Pullbox pals thanks uh, so thank much you, but you are the official the first official third pal you yeah are like, and i love like, that i love that title i'll, I'll um, wear it with honor and i will start spending money i have a lot so i i it's gonna it's gonna free up a lot of time for me and it's gonna be yeah. one of the one of the best things that I can do for myself that I can make my brand and, and, and live life again. Cause for four years, Tim, you know, man, like yeah. everyone's like, Hey, I want you to come out and hang out or I have something going on. I'm like, Oh man, I'm something podcast related. And I, and I think opening up that is going to help me out mentally, physically, um, and, and, and be able to still make great content, but have more time to myself too. I can sit down and enjoy a video game and a comic book because for four years it was very hard to do so. Yeah. And uh, Alex sums it up very well by saying Anthony Blackwell is one of the best dudes I know. His knowledge surpasses Socrates himself. Wow. Uh, I, yeah, sh I, I, I believe that's true. Why not? Let's <laughs> just say that. Um, but yeah, you're a great dude. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Anthony is going off and kind of just doing his own solo stuff and just going to be a solid content creator he does a lot of wrestling reviews beer reviews uh movie reviews his wife helps him out with that so we have a link tree in our description where you can go and check out everything that he is linked to because that's how that thing works Make just sure search my name anthony blackwood yeah. Jr. you'll find it you'll find it go to google yeah. type it in in google and see what happens you guys google your names ever be honest oh boy i probably should have did that first huh i don't know yeah. I never got no. good. <laughs> yeah, I, I Google my name. Well, okay. I think I, I think I Googled my name one time and it there was just like a website like markdillon.com and I think it was a lawyer. <laughs> nothing nothing exciting. <laughs> no, nothing well, too exciting. I mean when I go by timey, T I M Y, that's it's a lot easier to uh I'm there's not a whole lot of timey mangles out there. Yeah, I mean, and, I'm I'm a, I'm a three first namer, so it doesn't get too exciting. It's just yeah. Mark Allen Dillon. <laughs> I just realized that about your handle, Mad is yeah, that's why your it's initials. Mad Nerdy. Yeah, I I for the longest time, and I think even still, have you as Mark Ace Dillon in my phone. Yeah, uh, because I've always just joked with you that your middle name is Ace, and I don't remember what it. I want to say Andrew. I just said it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. I was thinking about telling my my favorite thing about you, Alan. 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 That's a that is a first name. Yeah. What's your middle name, Anthony? Stephen. 
Stephen. Mine's Earl. Mine's probably the lamest that's out of all. Great name. Yeah, that is the Earl. I like yeah. Earl. Thank you. If I if I can just close out one thing here too, don't be like me. Obviously, uh, when it comes to the comic book world, seek out, find your local comic book shops. Um, yeah. I, I've been in this area for so long and prided myself on knowing my community and talking about the gems in our area and didn't know our comic book shop. So seek it out. Even if it's a 25, 30 minute drive, find your local comic book shop and go support them uh, and support your independent comics and stuff like that. Just find your niche, whether it be wrestling, beer, like what I'm into. I'm in a, a bit of everything, but there's such a local presence when it comes to anything that you're into. Seek it mm-hmm. out, find it, support it and help it grow. Hell yeah. Amen. All right. <laughs> Let's end on that. You're just you're just keep on sending out bangers. So good job. Here, Friends, make sure up. that you like wherever you're watching, wherever you're uh, listening to. Just make sure that you subscribe. It really helps us in all of this. Anthony, again, thank you so much. And uh, friends, we will be back next week on a Wednesday. So it's only six days you got to wait until. And Mark, you have to read 30 comics in the next six days. How it's do you five feel about a day. that? I can, I can do it. <laughs> You're not going to no, do it. I'm not, I'm if not you can do, do it, it, I'll Venmo you $5. Okay. That's not worth it. Follow these guys <laughs> and engage as another content creator. It helps to get engagement. <laughs> need people to Anthony's <laughs> doing a better job promoting than we are. I'm <laughs> it's important. Now that you have people that are in here and they watched and they liked it, comment. Like, say, hey, I read this book or this book. Make yeah. that engagement on the social medias. Follow them. We got Go more up. comments tonight than we ever have. So I appreciate oh, everybody yeah. who, who did that. And uh, Keep that train yeah. going. Okay. Yeah, keep it going. But not now because we're ending this. Yeah, we're out of here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> See you, friends. <laughs> Bye. Just off camera. Oh, good. <laughs> Bye, pals. <laughs>